0: Good morning, everybody. Hello. Um, this is uh, Dell Taylor uh, from Martin's House Community Organization. And um, I wanted to uh, do this podcast today. I think this is a very important um, matter that and information that should be put out there uh, giving interview tips. Uh, when people are interviewing for jobs or I know everything is online now Um, where I come from the city I come from we were accustomed to like one-on-one personal interviews but sometimes when you move into a different region and with everything being so electronic and on the internet today um, a lot of people probably don't have to go through this Process per se You know our world has changed So much but I still believe in old school Values and old school Ways of doing things So I'm going to share this information With you guys um, When I relocated uh, Which you've heard me say on the other Podcast um, One of the uh, Businesses that I connected To in the uh, area That I'm in was called dress for success and this was really an awesome program and um i hope they are still uh operating i i haven't been in touch with them in about five years but they kind of kick-started uh, my um process in getting into the world of work uh when you are moving away, you know, somewhere else, you lose a lot of things and uh, clothes and essentials. And so I want to thank um, Dress for Success. They really helped me. And I'm going to give you some information about them. So if anyone is in the Dallas area uh, and you're uh, just coming in this area and you're trying to, Jumpstart your career or get your life started over to get in a professional um, corporate environment. Um, the Dress for Success uh, uh, organization is awesome. And what I'm going to talk about particularly today is interview tips. These are going to be tips to help you prepare for your big day of interviewing. It says, Congratulations your resume caught the eye of a hiring manager and you have a job, an interview is scheduled. The prospective employer will use this meeting to determine how well you fit with the company's staffs, values, and goals. Of course, the interview also is an opportunity for you to find out more about the company and to determine whether or not it's the right place for you. A lot of people don't know that, when you are going uh, to various companies to interview with them, uh, with the thought in mind that you want this job with this company, of course, they're looking at you to see if you fit with their, uh, mission statements and policies, but we need to know that that place is a good fit for us, um, You know, I'm always referencing the millennials because that's where my thought process is always with young people. But for all of us, it's okay if a business or a company is not the right fit for you because you don't want to go anywhere where you're not happy. The environment is not an environment that you're used to or that you're a good fit for. And that that prevents a lot of anxiety and a lot of issues. It says a few days before the interview, you learn as much as you can about the prospective employer. That means you do your research by reviewing the website thoroughly, reading the industry's publications, and talking to others who may know about that company's culture and what the firm may be looking for in an employee. And that's something that I've always done. I I know baby boomers are probably accustomed to that, but when I have looked for employment in the past, I always do my research. I want to see the reviews of that company. What are other employees saying about that company? Uh, you can go to the uh, business, Better Business um, Bureau, and they have reviews telling you you know, what the chatter is about that company. So make sure you always do your Research, review your resume, think about your skills and accomplishments can be a set, can be assets to the company. Um, That's a very important uh, point, because if I'm going for a job, let's say in a corporate environment and I'm used to working in a factory or let me give you an example so I can make it clear to you okay now some people are very versatile I am the type of person because of my skill set and because of my education I basically can kind of fit in pretty good in, in most environments, especially corporate. However, I remember I'm laughing cause it's funny. I'm reflecting. I remember, uh, it was around Christmas time one year and I needed to get a second job. And so one of my, uh, family members, uh, worked for the post office. And so, uh, She offered me the opportunity, well, gave me the information that the post office was hiring. Now, everybody knows that the post office, uh, before it actually became private, was one of the top paying companies that uh, you could get a good secure job because uh, the United States Postal Service paid very well. And so I went through the process of applying and got myself prepared for the interview and everything. And I was excited because I was being put into a position where I thought I was going to really get a very good job that paid well and that came with benefits. (laughs) But that was not the case, even with the knowledge that I had and and as experienced as I thought I was And I really didn't do my research about the post office. It turned out to be a nightmare. And it was a nightmare because I had never worked in a warehouse. And it wasn't that I I did not want to do the physical work. But when you're sitting behind a desk and you're used to doing jobs that are not so late full of labor, I really didn't, didn't know what I was signing up for, even though they tricked me. They told me I was going to be a clerk, uh, but I ended up being placed in a warehouse, and so it, 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 it created problems, and I'm just trying to give you young people a uh, scenario so you can visualize what i'm talking about it was an environment that in a warehouse is not professional so you have superiors everybody's very casual so your superiors are not necessarily professional and when i say professional like when in a corporate environment you, there's it's a different culture. Let me say that. I'm trying to give the right words. And so that was one thing I was not prepared for. And then um, the other thing was at that time my children were very young. They were quite young. And then my son Martin at the time when he was alive he needed total care. So I was already doing the physical labor of caring for him and his brothers and sisters. And then I'm in this warehouse where I had to do the physical labor. So ultimately, I ended up not being happy there. And this is nothing against the United States Postal Service. But the point I'm trying to make is make sure you're a good fit for any company that you connect with. Do your research. It's okay for you to say, hey, am I is am I good for you? You're worried about, am I a good fit for you, Mr. Corporation or Mr. Company? I want to know, are you good for me? That's very important. Okay, and then it says, when you get ready for your interview, these are some tips of things that you can expect and be prepared for. And as I'm giving you this information, guys, I I like to always do uh, scenarios. I believe the scenarios really help you have a better understanding uh, of the information That I'm giving you. So that means. When you do your resume. You update it. We have to update our resume. To add. uh, New work experience. uh, Education. So far. And so on. So be prepared to answer. These standard questions. The interviewer. Will ask you things like. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? And when they're asking you that, a lot of people make the mistake to go into personal information. Always remember that when you're interviewing for a job, they're not asking you about your personal information. They want to know about your work experience, your work history. And then if you want, you can interject. You know, if they ask you specifically about your hobbies and what, you know, you like to do outside of work, because a lot of I notice here in the area where I am, they're very personal. They want to know about your personal life. So you make sure that you're giving positive answers and you want to tell the truth, but sometimes you don't. Don't give a whole lot of information. Just stick to what they're specifically asking you. It's it and then the next question they may ask is, "Why do you want to work for us?" or "Why do you want to work here?" And that's something that you know you really have to be careful when answering. At first, you know, out the gate, we automatically say. I need some money (laughs) but that's really not a professional answer when you're doing an interview Uh, what I would suggest you say is that I know because I've done my research about the company and I know that you do XYZ I know you expect XYZ and with all of that being said I know I can be an asset to this company um the next thing and to piggyback that I already addressed it it says what do you know about the company and that's why it's important to do your research you know it's okay you can look up on the internet and you guys are masters of google and find out everything you need to know about the company If if a friend referred you ask that friend you know uh, do employees get along? Is there teamwork? work? Um, what what safety issues are in place? Um, do we get breaks? What you know? What are their policies? Are they um, a part of the equal opportunity? Uh, uh, the EEOC, because all jobs are not a part of that. You know, we assume, and usually when you go into the break rooms, you'll see those big posters. That they have posted up with a lot of information. And it's important to read that information. That's your safeguard. It's important to know whether or not this company that you're working for is a part of the equal, the EEOC, the Equal Opportunity Commission. or are, are you insured on your job? We have a lot of young people that are working in these warehouses, in these factories. And um, they're doing some very... Um, safety risk jobs and they don't even know what kind of compensation they have in place if they get hurt so that, that's something that you really really need to know then the next thing they may ask you what are your strengths and your weaknesses Well, nobody can give you the answer to what your strengths and weaknesses are, but always remember to keep it professional. And so when they're asking you these questions, they want to know how you will operate in their workplace. You know, if your strength is listening, getting the job done on time, showing up to work on time, being able to complete tasks without being redirected over and over again, then those are some strengths. Those are the type of answers that they're looking for. Weaknesses, you know, we all have weaknesses. We all would like to think that, um, you know, we don't have any weaknesses, but we all do, and it's okay. Um, if it, This is just hypothetic. If you know your weakness is, and culture has changed so much, guys, I know. But again, I'm just giving you my opinion. And please give me feedback in the comments section. Communicate and give me feedback with what you agree or what whether you don't agree. Because I'm just speaking from my perspective and my opinion when I give you the scenarios and they are not necessarily law but they have worked for me and so that's the only reason why I'm saying that one weakness could be um this is a scenario baby boomers we were always well I know I was taught not to uh, really fraternize and get personal in the workplace So, that's one of the values that I had. Even if someone uh, was interested in me, I never mix business with pleasure in the workplace, especially when you're working for a company, an office, in a warehouse, anywhere, because that um, prevents a lot of drama and confusion. It is not good date and hook up with someone that you have to go into a workplace uh, with every day and I know there are a lot of other uh, people that can attest to that it eventually brings drama so that could be a weakness and that's like I said these are just scenarios and then they ask you why did you leave your last job and what have you been doing since then <laughs> That's the tricky one there. So if you left your last job in good standing, which is what I always try to do, I've always done that um home <laughs> where I'm from. I always tried to leave the job in good standing, but sometimes it can't be helped. Um I was talking to a young man um the other day. And he's a very hard worker, and he's a master in his field. And um, he was doing one job, and then he was asked, because the other person that was supposed to assist him to do his job was not there yet. And so a foreman came along and asked him to leave that site, And go do another job. And of course that's what he did. He went and did what he was told. Well when he returned back. To complete his job. uh, His co-worker. Did not pay attention. To his portion of the task. And. um, Worker one. (laughs) Who was sent away got reprimanded because of someone else's mess up. And he ultimately ended up finding him another workplace because of his skill set. But see how, how sticky that can be, that could get. So when you're in these jobs, you just have to uh, be careful, watch your environment and, You know, you want to, you don't want to be mean to people, but just, I always recommend maintain professionalism, keep it strictly business. And so that's something that millennials, I know times have changed. Millennials date on the job, but it causes a whole lot of problems when you date somebody that you work with because you have outsiders that may be envious, may be jealous, You know, it's just good in the workplace to keep your private business private. It says also be prepared for the off the wall questions, which are increasingly common. So they the the interviewer may ask you something that will just blow your mind. And it says, don't be surprised if, if, if we could have lunch with someone famous, who would it be? And that's a question you wouldn't even expect. But the interviewers are trained. I'll I'll call them um, workplace psychologists. They're trained to get in your psyche and try to figure out what you're thinking. It says these questions provide information about your personality and how you think on your feet. So I had already made the statement before I looked at the next line. That's what they do. They're trying to get into your psyche. It says, practice answering interview questions out loud. You want your responses to sound confident and not rehearse. So it's okay to do a mock interview. I know over there at Goodwill Dallas, um, we did a lot of mock interviews. And even though, you know, when I was working with, um, students and also right before I graduated, we did a lot of, uh, mock interviews. Uh, people think that they have that in the bag, but not until you actually do it, you know, it's something that you probably need to polish up on. So it's okay to get a friend or family, wife, husband to give you a mock interview. That way you'll be, uh, more prepared for your interview to make a good impression um also something that is very important too when doing an interview um you need to learn to sit up straight with your shoulders high and your back up against uh the chair uh i'm learning and i have learned i learned a long time ago and this is off the record. I'm not getting this from uh, this the, the handbook that I'm following for you guys. When you're in a different culture, cultures are different and people are complicated. Anywhere you go, if you are a leader and you're very confident, in what you can do as far as in a job or entrepreneurship or anything. People are turned off or intimidated by people who who are self-aware and um, are confident within themselves. Some people call it pride, and you can have different levels of pride, but I'm saying a pride where you're you're confident in who you are, you're confident in performing the tasks that are asked of you some people around you are intimidated by that and i know here in this area where we live they do not like it they do not like you to show leadership and they don't care for you to be self-assured so sometimes everybody don't like leadership leadership is cool when you're running your own business now when you Doing your own thing and you're an entrepreneur, and I know that's what the, where these young people are headed. Then your sky is the limit because you're in the driver's seat. But when you're working at somebody else's company and you are out of your your culture and your comfort zone, you cannot be very, show leadership because it will backfire on you people sabotage every day and i never really knew about that sabotaging because where i'm from in st louis st louis does not operate like that i mean anywhere you go you have people that have different issues and different thought patterns but all of my years of working in st louis i never really saw sabotage um I, I never saw sabotage in the baby boomer generation. I got to remember what generation I'm in. Okay, so let's go back. and says prepare your own list of questions to ask the interviewer. So remember, this is your opportunity to learn more about the position and the company's culture. Complete a list of two or three professional references or people that you can speak, that can speak positively about you, your skills and your work ethic. Just be sure to ask if they are willing to serve you as their reference before you give out their contact information. So that's something important, too, guys. This one's going to be probably a two- or three-part podcast uh, because, you know, when you're applying for a job, and I know it's the nature of people to be impromptu and just think of... uh, friends and people that they've worked with and they put their name down on an application but they forgot to tell that person that they were going to use as a reference hey uh, uh, Kroger is going to call you for a reference and I gave your name you're supposed to ask the person ahead of time to see (laughs) if it's okay to do that A so that they'll be aware that someone is going to call them to get a reference about you. B, uh, you want to make sure that you're giving somebody uh, as a reference that uh, has good things to say. You know, you don't want anybody, if you left a job and you left it on b- bad terms, then why would you give that place of work? as a reference so that's just a little inside tip for you guys you all probably know all of this information but I just thought it was something that I needed to go over with just to refresh our minds um it says uh, be prepared to complete a written application Which will likely ask for your contact information and the addresses and phone numbers of your previous employers. So, um, again, we're getting into the world of electronics. Everything's done online. So, uh, a lot of times, uh, um, people don't have to worry about uh, written applications. However... There are some companies that still want paper applications. So we need to know how to fill out an application and to read and write. That goes back to that basic thing I talked about in the other podcast, teaching our young people and uh, even us. I don't want to always single out millennials. I don't want to sound like that. But all of us, we we need to practice writing with a pencil and paper because it's not a good look if you're thrown off guard and they hand you this booklet application and you're really not able to do it because you've been out of practice of writing. Here's some tips um, for the day before the interview. It says make plans for getting to the interview on time On time, if the interview is at nine o'clock, even if you have to leave an hour and a half early or make your plans, whatever you have to do, please be there on time because whether the employees, the employer or the interviewer says anything, They're not going to say nothing, but they're going to notice because they're going to look at their watch. Punctuality. Punctuality is a word that we don't use a lot anymore, but punctuality is very important. Your first impression is a lasting impression. Know exactly where you're going ahead of time. Especially if you're in an area where you're not familiar with it. Like when I first moved here, their highways are way broader. And to travel from point A to point B is a, is a larger commute to what I'm used to. So what I did was I did my homework. You guys have your MapQuest, not MapQuest, see there? I'm so old fast. You guys have um, Siri or Alexi or whoever on your phones uh, to get you where you need to travel. But sometimes this is an e- electronic thing. Siri's and Alexi can, can steer you the wrong way. And reroute you and reroute you. So we need to be um, aware of that. We need to know where we're going ahead of time. Know who you're speaking with. Now that's my pet peeve. Whenever we are, not only when we're in a workplace or interviewing for a job, or even if we're just doing business on our phone, ask, who am I speaking to? what is your id do you have an extension if i have an issue with the information you're giving me how can i reach you can i call you back those are a lot of good questions guys to help us even with what we're doing dealing with now during this pandemic and especially since we have to deal with all of these agencies and all of the things that we're trying to do It's 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 good if you have a contact name, you know, or you know who you spoke with, so you can have a point of reference. If you know that you're going to be traveling by train or bus or subway, initially, most people, if your job's searching, you know, your money is tight. I get that. But once you start working and if you are commuting to work by bus, train, subway or whatever, when you get that first paycheck, buy you a monthly pass. That way you'll have your money already in place for your commute back and forth to work. That's part of your budget. If you have a car. And you're fortunate that you drive back and forth. And this is for my young people. When I was young driving back and forth to work, after I paid my essential bills, first thing I did was fill my car up, made sure the maintenance and everything was good on it. So because my car, that was my money maker. That's how I could get back and forth. So you guys learn to take care of your vehicles. Do maintenance when it's supposed to be done. And I know I'm getting off topic, but I like to just be uh concise in what I'm saying. I like to give examples. Um wear your dress for success. And so this particular organization, as I said, um I lost a lot of my nice clothes. And what they do is they have uh, businesses and private citizens in the community that donate clothes for women. Now, this particular uh, organization cater to women, but there are uh, the male version for men. And they have this boutique that you go into and they um, help you. You have your personal um, stylist. That helps to find you an outfit to wear for your interview. And, um, they did makeup. If you wear a lot of makeup, I don't wear a lot of makeup. I, if my mood suits me, I'll put maybe a little lipstick on and enhance my eyes, but I'm not really a makeup person. But they do all of that for you. Uh, if even from the suit to the shoes to the, uh, Earrings, scarves, uh, necklaces—they really are so cool over there. They're at the uh, World Trade Center, and they shout out to you guys, Dress for Success. You guys are really doing an awesome thing over there. It says make sure you have at least two pairs of new or good as new hosiery. And now this is some old school stuff, but I'm gonna go ahead and go over it because I don't know that these young people wear. <laughs> These young women wear hosiery, but, uh, usually when you go like in the corporate, in the business, um, they usually now today, they go with the, uh, business casual, but this is just, if you're, if you wear stockings, you know, make sure your stockings are clean and that your feet, shoes and everything are clean. It says confirm your child care in advance and this is another thing too that's my pet peeve. When I had my daycares I I had a lot of single moms that I took care of their children and my pet peeves and I'm going to use that word pet peeve. Make sure you communicate and have an open line of communication with Whomever your child care provider is, whether it's the school, daycare, Head Start, babysitter, you have to communicate with them and have that in advance because a lot of young people, they don't communicate with the daycare and what if, or the schools, or what if your, or what if one of your children get, Ill, what if one of the babies, what if one of the babies get ill, and um, you know, let's let me, I'm trying to get it together, okay, let's just say you have an interview set up, and your child gets ill on the day of the interview. I always have a backup plan. Always have a backup plan. Always. Fortunately, I basically was always with my children. So I was kind of blessed back then that I provided my own care. Plus, that was how I made my living. But a lot of young single moms don't have that um, freedom. They don't have that. And so you don't want to miss out on a job opportunity because you didn't cross all your T's and dot all your I's. Especially for any children, and especially since we're going through this pandemic, have a backup plan. So if, okay, you take the baby to school, the baby, let's say the child is school age. You take the child to school, but once you drop the baby off, You get a call that that baby has a fever. You're in route trying to go to your interview. Well, you should always have a backup plan of a family member or somebody, a friend, that can go and get that child for you so that you can move forward with your interview and take care of the business you need to take care of before you return back to your child. And I think that's important for our young moms, especially if you're a single mom. You know, if you have dad in the home, dad may be at work, but he can't leave work. If it's an emergency situation, yes, he's going to have to leave work. But I'm just saying, be forward thinking. You know, always plan ahead uh, when you're getting ready to go for your interview or just go to work. Okay, so this is a lot of information. I just kind of wanted to start with that. And remember, this is just interview tips and Dress for Success. Um, If you want more information about them, you can go to um, dressforsuccess.org and um, look up the information and see. I I don't know if they're um, global. I don't remember if they're global or not, but this is an awesome company, business. They are so awesome. So I'm going to wrap this up because there is a lot of information, and I don't want this uh, podcast to be too long and boring. So if you all have any questions, please jump on, and uh, you can go to the Marty House Community or Castbox community leave your comment you have any questions you have any information that you want to interject please do so so i hope you guys are gonna have a good day and let's just move forward and be positive we can do this together teamwork makes the dream work peace